when God's loving stirs within us, whether it's a visual, an auditory, or a feeling level, it begins to bring forward the manifestation of those gifts that are of God, that are of spirit, that are of that essence of loving. It isn't gifts in the world. God doesn't lay before us the world, the jewels, the riches, the people worshiping us. God brings forward the gifts of the Spirit. And that gift of the Spirit isn't about doing in the world such as prophesying and healing. The gifts of the Spirit, the true gifts of Spirit, is the loving and how that loving begins to move in us and manifest in us. And then once we begin to truly have that move and awaken and stir and come alive in us and begin to manifest itself inside, it will begin to move into the world however it's going to move. And it's going to be different and the same with all of us. But the key is, is we have to ever stay present in the moment to the gift being given. God dwells only in the present moment. God doesn't dwell in the future and God doesn't dwell in the past. God is right here and right now because you are right here and right now and you are God. You are God. That which is offering you the gift is you, the soul. Your soul is offering this consciousness that is this body consciousness this mind, this ego, the emotions, the imagination, the body, the soul is offering all of those qualities a gift, a gift of alignment, a gift of letting go of their willfulness and their demand and their wanting to be in charge and in control, and a gift of alignment of all those qualities so that they begin to work together with each other and with that which is the soul, that divine, living, loving essence of us. That's the beginning of the gift being given. When that alignment begins to take place and we begin to live more in the moment, more in the now, more in that present moment of God in us as soul, we then begin to see life transforming, transforming from the inside out. And it's a process that is subtle and quiet and gentle and easy. But it is a process. And we can begin to feel things expanding and opening and moving as all these aspects of self begin to come into alignment and agreement with that movement of the divine flow of loving. And as that happens, we also find that in the expansion of that loving inside of us, there's also a different thing taking place. Because as that loving expands inside of us, all those qualities that are not loving will be pushed away, pushed out, released, let go of, and no longer reside inside. Because where there's loving, there is only loving. Loving will come in and transform its own true nature back into the truth of itself, loving, or 
it is going to remove all things that are not of its nature, that have been created by the mind and the ego. So that they no longer block the flow of loving. It's a lot like looking at a flow of a river. If there's a lot of stones, a lot of debris of logs and materials in the bed of the river, the flow is going to be lessened. But if all those things can be washed away, if all those things can be removed from the bed of the river, then the river is going to flow fast. There's going to be a lot of movement and the water will be clear where if it is all blocked up with other things that are not of the loving, it is going to be more stagnant and murky and stale. So look inside. If things are murky and stale and stagnant inside, then it may be time for you to really focus your meditation time more in the action of loving, more in the action of receiving that gift that God has to offer you and is offering you. But it's for you to start the action. God is already in action with you and is ever waiting for you to say yes in every moment. Yes, yes, yes. But we have to also be in the action. We have to join in. And that's what meditation is. We are joining in to God's action of loving. We sit down, we close our eyes, we hold our attention to the seat of the soul, we look inward and upward, we chant that sacred name, and we share our loving with God. Just like we say all the time, even if you don't believe in God, even if you don't know the movement of loving, you do it anyway. It's in the doing that you become aware. It's in the action that you become aware of the action. And you allow the greater action to take place, the true action of you loving God. And in that giving, you're also going to receive. It's in doing that action of loving God that then you begin to allow yourself to be aware of God offering you the same gift. You're giving a gift to God, loving. And now you're going to allow yourself to receive God's gift to you. And remember, where this all begins is right here at the seat of the soul, where God dwells right inside of you as soul. That's you. That's the truth of you. That's the living, loving essence of the Lord that you are. And it's by allowing yourself to hold your attention inward and upward that you begin to wake up to that divine, living, loving essence that is God, that is you inside. And it is that quality and that presence of God that is going to give you the first levels of the gift. And those gifts are multiple. There's not just one, but there is just one. There's one gift, and that is loving. But in the loving is a multiplicity of actions, a multiplicity of the essence of God. God is loving, but there are many, many qualities of God's presence 
that comes forward out of a loving. That's why we see not just the living, loving essence of the Lord in motion here. We see all these other things that are, are a part of God's qualities in manifestation. And that moves inside of us too. We want to be abundant. We want to be creative. We want to be forgiving. We want to be accepting. We want to be all these qualities that are God that dwell within us. And those things begin to manifest fully in us as we begin to allow ourselves to live in the loving, to share the loving with God and to open and receive God's loving and allow it to begin to manifest itself in us more and more each day. Meditation isn't about having psychic awareness. It's not about seeing and traveling. It's about loving. And once you have the loving moving, then it will manifest itself the way it's going to be. It may be in seeing. It may be in hearing. It may be in out-of-body travel or having awareness and information coming to you. But don't seek those things out. Just be in the loving. Go for the first gift. Offer your gift to God and let God offer you God's gift to you. Receive it and open it. And then see what that gift really is and how it wants to live in you. It's different for all of us. You can't look to your neighbor and say, well, that's what I want to be. Because that may not be how the gift is going to manifest in you. It's wonderful if you can just be an innocent child, not as the adult in the mind trying to figure it all out, but be an innocent child and just receive it, open it, and see what it is, and then play with it however you want to play with it. Didn't Jesus say we have to become as a, li a little child, as one of these children, to enter into the kingdom of heaven? Well, we need to enter into that place of innocence and receive that gift in innocence, not in expectation and demand and want, but in gratitude and joy and playfulness and just an open experience of what is it? How does it work? How is it going to change? How is it going to move this process inside of me? And then allow it to do what it's going to do. And then the other part of this is, is not to let the mind and the ego get in the way again. Because it will. It will take time once that gift is received and opened and begins to move inside of you for that alignment to truly take place in these lower qualities of life, these physical consciousnesses. It will take time for them to come into alignment and into agreement and allow the soul, God, to have dominion over them. They have been ruling you. They have been in dominion over you. They have been the master over the soul. And they have imprisoned the soul. But now you have the key to the kingdom. You have the key by which you can get out of this prison. 
Do you ever feel like you're in prison? Do you ever look around and wonder how in the world did you get in this prison and how the hell do you get out of this place? It's with the keys to the kingdom that you can unlock the doors and be free. And those keys do a lot of things as you chant them. A lot of things take place inwardly and outwardly as they begin to manifest and do their work. And they do truly open the doors into the different realms. And they allow you to move freely through those realms to work your karma free through the loving. Just loving God is the action by which you work your karma free. It's not about taking responsibility in the world all the time with it. It's about loving God and then taking what responsibility is there for you to do. The loving will do a lot of the work for you if you will allow it. So through having that key or the keys to the kingdom, the sacred name, you begin to unlock the doors that have held you in prison. And those aspects of body consciousness, the soul can now have dominion over. The body, the imagination, the the emotions, the mind and the unconscious will begin to come into agreement with the soul because the power of the name of God, the loving, will make that happen. Will automatically begin to bring it into alignment. And they will begin to look up with you as you look up. We have to hold our attention inward and upward in order for all those different minds, if you will, of the different bodies to also do the same. We now give direction to their focus and their action rather than they doing that to us. And by holding your attention here at the seat of the soul, eventually they do come into alignment with the flow of that sacred name. And they do begin to look inward and upward more. And in that, they begin to be more still and quiet, not active, not reactive, but just present in what is in that gift that God has given you, which is the loving. And if you've been meditating for a while, then you know what I'm talking about is true. You know. Your body, your imagination, your emotions, your mind, your unconscious, they have become more aligned. They are more in direct movement with that loving. And when things try to pull them out and away from that focus and centeredness, you're able to look inward and upward and just bring it back. You don't go into reaction. You don't let it draw you out from your centeredness. You bring it back into centeredness with your focus, your focus of inward and upward in loving God. It's really up to us to do this. It's not up to God. God is here to do it with all that is us in this world. God, that we are the soul. But we have to give power to our soul in this creation. The soul in the physical world 
is weak. It isn't a physical, material nature, and it has very little control or influence over the physical, material world. That's why it had to attach itself to the mind in order to have experience here. But now we have to bring that quality of awareness of what we gave to the mind to have experience with, we have to bring that quality of awareness back into the soul and give it back to the soul once again. And that gives the soul power. And the power is the awareness that the mind gave the opportunity for the soul to have. That awareness now is your power. You were aware of all these things about the world and how it works. And you know about how you have created through those qualities of the self in the world to create harmony and disharmony within you and in your creation outside. And through that awareness, as you bring it back to the soul to take dominion over all these qualities, you now know what the differences are between staying in balance and going out of balance. Or staying in the loving and getting caught up in those qualities that are not loving, which are of the ego instead. And you can begin to have dominion through the soul of all these lower aspects. And then you begin to be experiencing that which is co-creative with God. This aspect of God in you is a very creative part of God. It is loving in its fullness, but there's a strong action of creativity in it. And that's what it came into this world to experience, is creation, and to create in this creation. That's why the sexual drive is so strong in the physical body. The sexual drive is the lowest common denominator of our creative potential that dwells here at the soul. And it's for us to begin to lift that up back to the soul and then to manifest that creativity in other ways rather than just through the sexual process all the time. There's nothing wrong with the sexual process. It is a part of the dynamic soul creativity, but it isn't all and it isn't the full potential. It is a very minute potential of creativity that the soul contains. Once we begin to draw all this awareness back to ourselves at the seat of the soul and in that awareness begin to take dominion through choice of how we are going to express and be and focus and live and dwell in this creation, then we will have a different experience. We will begin to live in the loving. And the more we receive that gift from God every moment of every day, the more we're going to be manifesting that gift in its fullness. And what is a gift? That's for you to find out. Going inside in meditation and chanting the sacred name, chanting the hue and the NIU silently or out loud, that's a way to begin to make yourself vulnerable that's a way to begin sharing your loving with God. 
That's the way to begin to hold your attention inward and upward, to allow yourself to be aware of the present moment, of God's loving coming into you, of that offer of the gift that is grace. And then the next part of it is, is just to participate in that divine flow. And how do you participate? It's continually giving to God and receiving from God and giving to God and receiving from God. That's how you participate. And the more you're doing that every day, the more you're going to find that you're truly living in that essence of loving. And all the other things will just drop away. Don't pay attention to what the world tells you. There are things on the radio and on TV, in movies, in newspapers, in magazines, in books that are telling you all kinds of junk of this world. It is just junk. And the world is ever going to be filled with junk. That's just the way it is. This world isn't loving. This physical creation is a world of control, of hatred, of anger, of frustration, of separation, of greed, of lust. And it will always play itself out. And it will always be pushing itself on everyone in this creation to get them caught up. We can only stay caught up in this world if we listen to what the world has to offer us and get caught up in it and get caught up in that minutia of energy that carries us out of our center and back into the flow of the outer creation and lose sense of the inner. Just cut that off. Stop listening. Stop looking. Stop giving it energy. It doesn't matter what this world does. The world is going to do what it's always done. It hasn't changed from the very moment it began. It has been a world of chaos, of turmoil, of disturbance, of unrest. And that's how this world is ever going to continue. If you want to play the game, play it, but it's not a fun game. And then we can get caught up in trying to take charge of it and control of it and complain about it and demand of it. And it'll go, yeah, go ahead, do what you want, but I'm going to be in charge and I'm going to just create chaos for you. Why not let go of it and move into the centeredness of who you are and live in that essence of peace and loving that is God dwelling in you and let yourself live more in that harmony while you're in this physical form so that when the day comes you take your last breath, you go into the centeredness and into the harmony and loving and just continue moving into that creation of spirit, letting go of this world. We only return here because we have attachments here. And attachments can be a lot of different things. It isn't necessarily just physical stuff. It's also our willfulness, our will to make things happen the way we think it should be, trying to correct the wrong. That willfulness draws a lot of souls back into this creation. 
And it isn't so much attachment to the things in the world as it is to the things that the ego has attached itself to in its willfulness. So this game here is got a lot of different qualities to it that we have to pay attention to. We have to stay centered in the loving, centered in the peace, centered in the knowing that what we want is God. And Jesus even said, this world is not mine. My world is of God's. This world isn't ours. We belong to God. We belong to spirit. We are spirit in nature, and we belong back in the spiritual realms from which we came, so let us go back to. Let us return. In this world, we are a stranger in a strange land, and we feel lost here, and we get caught up here. And it's for us to let go of this land, this creation, and go back to our own true home. It says in the Bible, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Well, I wish it also said, and the soul to spirit. Ashes and, and ashes to the earth, this body to the earth, but my soul to the spirit. That's what I'm envisioning. This body's not going to last. This body's going to go back from which it came. But my soul is also going to go back from which it came, which is spirit, which is the heart of God, which is whatever it is you want to call it. So pay attention to every moment of every day as best you can. And now you're going to get caught up in conversations and whatever and maybe lose sight of it for a moment. But now that you've heard it, and once you have tasted it inside your meditation, you're going to know the difference and you're going to choose back into that loving. That I know. You'll choose back into the loving because it's what you really long for. It's what you really want. You may ignore it. You may pretend like, nah, it's not that important. But that other part of you that knows the truth will eventually draw you into it. Draw all that is of you back to the truth of you, away from these body consciousnesses. Don't let them run you. If your ego, if your mind, if your emotions, if your body is in charge and running you and getting you caught back in the world, let go of it and just redirect all that energy back inward and upward through your meditation and then through the daily life. God first and God only. And I mean it in truth. Hold your attention here all the time at the seat of the soul. Hold your attention with God first. And then see what unfolds. And when you find yourself caught back out in the world, oh, God first. And just bring your attention back to the seat of the soul. Back to the truth of who you are as soul. I cannot emphasize enough that you are God living in this creation. You are the manifestation of God here. You are the manifestation of God in this creation. This body is nothing. The soul is everything. And it's for you to wake up and know that you are the living, loving essence. 
that you are God dwelling here. And for you to wake up to know that, and once you begin to know that, you will live a different life. You will live from a different place. And you will not let the world have so much influence over you. And yeah, it's still going to have an influence over you. Your wife or your husband will sometimes feel like they have control or charge over you. If your parents are still alive, they may make you feel like they have charge over you. If you have an employer, they will feel make you feel as though they have charge over you. If you pay taxes, the government's going to make you feel as though they have charge over you. But that's all the world. And what did Jesus say? But give unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. Acknowledge, okay, that's the way of the world, and that's okay. And I don't have to change all that, and I don't have to get dominion over it. I will just work with it and move forward. But I'm going to do it from here at the seat of the soul as an awareness of God in that loving. And I'm going to let the loving move before me, assisting me in all of that. So I don't get caught up in it and I don't lose sight of the truth of who I am. I hope that makes sense. I hope that gives clarity to more of what this pathway is really about. So as we move into this season of the gift giving, and my gosh, if you look in the back, we have a lot of gifts for kids. For 93 children, we have all these gifts laid out that we went and purchased last week with coins for kids. And that's a wonderful thing to do, is to give gifts, to share our loving in that way. Well, why not go inside and see what God has for the child in you? that divine child that is God in you. You are a child of God, and God has a great gift to give you this season and in every moment of every day. It's just up to us to be open and have our hands held open to just receive. Just receive vulnerably, openly, lovingly. And just allow that gift to come forward. Okay. Well, thank you. And have a wonderful, wonderful week. Take Thanksgiving forward and to the blessings of the season to come. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> named leftovers. <laughs> There's a gift at home waiting.